Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Which players have higher ceilings than you might realize? We'll tell you right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. I'm Adam Azer. I'm joined by Jacob Gibbs. Follow him on Twitter at jagibbs underscore 23. Writer for Sportsline. Great advanced metrics. And he's going to tell us about some players who, if they regress a little bit, the ceilings are really high. And these are guys that you're looking at in your draft. So let's uh, let's go one by one here. Start with Michael Pittman. Yeah, I'm glad we're starting with Pittman because we're probably going to spend maybe the majority of our time here. I'm <laughs> Super excited about him, and there's a lot to unpack um, within his collegiate and NFL, you know, advanced analytical profile, and everything seems to be uh, pointing in the right direction for a huge, you know, year three breakout here with Matt Ryan now under center. Um, so Pimmon was actually, he was somebody I was not very high on heading into last year um, in his time at USC and in his uh, rookie season with the Colts, he had not shown any ability to draw targets at a high rate um, as a rookie. His target per outrun rate uh, was only 16.7%. And the list of players who have uh, ran enough routes to qualify and had a route uh, target per outrun rate below 17% is really unencouraging um, among rookie receivers. Really the only ones who have gone on to have any sort of a productive career um, are Corlin Sutton and Michael Gallup. And then at USC, he was 66th percentile um, compared to just the college football average on target per outrun rate, which is fine, um, but not as high as you'd expect for a player who, you know, was drafted 34th overall. Um, so it, typically, and it, when you see receivers who just don't show an ability to demand targets um, at a high rate, that's not something that changes um, in the career. They rarely are going to, you know, develop into a true target hog, especially in year two. Um, but that's exactly what we saw from Pittman last year. He really was, you know, a, a wide receiver one in that offense. Um, he, his target per hour run rate, uh, rose by 39% from year one to year two, his yard per hour run rate, uh, rose by 42%, uh, had a 26% target share, 32% air yarded share, um, making him just one of 10 receivers in the entire NFL, um, to clear both those marks. So that's all really exciting. Um, it did come on an offense, you know, that was devoid of other, you know, competent pass catchers, but still just like proving capable of doing that, um, at his age, like truly operating as a wide receiver one is really exciting. And now we get Matt Ryan taking over here. Um, and Ryan has a history, unlike really anyone in the NFL of truly like feeding his wide receiver one, um, just like top of the league volume. And of course, Julio Jones inflates those numbers, but it's something that we've seen consistently, uh, no matter who his wide receiver one is, um, he's produced a top six fantasy receiver in every season from 2014 to 2020, which is just absurd um that stretch broke last year but even last year we saw russell gage um his target per run target per route run rate skyrocketed um in his first year as the number one receiver for ryan and that's the exact same thing that we saw for calvin ridley the year prior where neither of these guys had ever been targeted at a high rate and then as soon as they took over as ryan's you know trusted number one receiver um their rate rose by 20 plus percent 
Um, so that is really, really exciting for Pittman, who has, unlike these guys, he's already shown an ability to, you know, operate in this role. We really had never seen Calvin Ridley. His target per run rate had never been above 20% prior to 2020, and then it jumped all the way up to 26%. Um, Pittman's already done it. And now he gets a quarterback who loves, you know, just peppering that number one guy and feeding that guy. And if he, it, let's say, so let's, and this is, you know, somewhat arbitrary since it's just two players, but if his range, if his target per hour run rate rises um, within the range that we saw Gage and Ridley in their first year, that would put him up to um, 26 to 29.5%. Um, if last year's rate rose by that amount in 2022, which is yeah. like Stefan Diggs, yeah. Debo Samuel, <laughs> Justin Jefferson, Deontay Johnson, Tyreek Hill, like that's true wide receiver one stuff. And that, I think that is realistically within his range of outcomes. Um, and then on top of all that, there's touchdown regression that could be coming for him in a positive way as well. So this is a stat that I'll reference with each of these guys is touchdown dependency rating, um, which simply represents the percentage of a player's fantasy point total that came on touchdowns. Uh, the league average among players with at least 350 routes run in 2021 was 18.6%. Uh, Pittman ranked as 28th percentile. Um, his was just below 15%. Um, and so that's kind of that's unusual for a big bodied receiver like him. You know, I think most people would be surprised by that. Um, part of it is that Indianapolis scores most of their touchdowns on yeah, the ground. Right, but if that right. evens out a little bit more with Ryan, if this all comes together, you know what I mean? Where the targets rise, he really is leaning on as the number one receiver and he has better luck in the touchdown department. I, I think a realistic like range for him could be like top 10, top eight fantasy receiver. And I don't know if many people give him that type of credit in terms of looking at what his fantasy ceiling could be. Well, that was five and a half minutes. Are uh, you serious? Yes. So give me 30 <laughs> seconds on Dalvin cook and, and T Higgins. <laughs> I told you, man, I, I'm too excited about him. Dalvin cook and T Higgins, both it's touchdown dependency rating as well. Uh, Dalvin cook. The main thing with him is Minnesota. Um, they went from, Scoring uh, the rushing to passing touchdown ratio was fifth in 2019 and then 16th in 2020. Last year was down to 31st. Um, I think that that's mostly just bad luck. I think with more touchdowns coming on the ground, we should see Dalvin bounce back up. Higgins, same thing. His touchdown rate was uh, way too low. And like you look at Jamar Chase, he had 13. Higgins only had six. Um, when both players were on the field, Higgins was 15% more likely to draw a target than Jamar Chase. And we saw Higgins as the year progressed, like really start to elevate himself into like the top six, top eight in fantasy um, receiver, most metrics. His yard per hour run rate was all the way up to 2.64 um, from their buy on, which is basically just the second half of the season for him. Um, only Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, and Devonta Adams cleared that that rate um, over the course of the full season. Uh, so like, I'm going to think we'll wrap it up there, Jacob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should have asked him about Michael Pittman. I guess I should have only really asked him about Michael I've been Pitt. waiting to talk about Michael Pittman all offseason, man. All right. I can, I can see that. All right. Uh, that's Fantasy Football Today in 7. We'll come back tomorrow and tell you about Floors to Avoid with Jacob. No Michael Pittman talk on that show. Um, we'll talk to you later, everybody. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot.